desire to be a teacher. We got many who feel like they're called in the body, but they're in rebellion of the body. They feel like they're called to the body, but they're in rebellion of the body. So because they're rebellion of the body, they want to start their own thing. And what they don't know is, just because they might see some dollar signs, they think God is on it. The question is, which God are you talking about? Praise for glory. God. Somebody say God loves us. He loves you so much that he wants you to get it right so you can know who you are as sons and daughters. Though you are heirs, how many know you are? You, everything belongs to you in the first place. It belongs to everything below. The Bible says you are an heir in Christ Jesus. Though an heir under tutors. He said you're an heir, but you, you need the knowledge of who you are. So I, we keep you in tutoring to understand liberty. Which means without understanding liberty, by default, I'm used to bondage. Are you understanding what I'm saying? So Christ is trying to get us to understand something. He's trying to get us to understand who we are so we can awaken and, and, and receive and become all that he called us to be. God so loved the world that he gave. He gave. He already gave. And he wished that no man perish, but have what? Have everlasting what? I wish that you have life and life more. So the life that he wants for you is the one you keep seeking for the world. Because you keep thinking he don't want you to have the life that you think you can get in the world. So we got a big issue because we're compromised because we think that I feel like I got to play this part out here. When I come to the church, I, I don't, I don't, I don't want God to, I don't. So who told you you had permission out here? How are you so free out here? Would you come in God and you feel like, Who liberated you out there? No, God is saying, no, I want you to get, learn liberty in me. Not out there. You need to learn liberty in me. Because if you keep trying to learn liberty out there and just get laws from me, you're going to violate the laws through that liberty. I told you money, mammon is a master. And he's been training, he's been training believers for years. He trains. That's why, I, I'm, see, I'm talking straight. Y'all all right with that? Oh, yeah, pastor talking straight today. I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not watering right now. We're not going 10 steps around the mountain. Okay? See, because the, the thing is, what people don't, 
we try to protect people from disaster. For example, how many know I know that you're gifted? I know you're smart. How many know I know that you have the capacity, the capability to do something? If I sat down with somebody, I said, you start this bit and do it like that, 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 that. And if I knew, if we stayed with it, you'll do it. But I also know if that type of money come into you without him into you, it's going to be a disaster for you. If that money, because that master is going to speak louder than your God. So now what you used to have a conviction about, now you, you're gathering around carnal compromising conversations. Because it helps your market. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. We are the church of the living God. I wasn't going to talk about it, but I'm going to say, you know, the, the church, we, we even talk, we keep talking, you know, this conversation about Will, how many of y'all saw Will Smith slap somebody on TV? Some even thinking that Will might be saved. I said, what is that? We are lost. So we're wrapping Christian conversations around that. Is that what we do? I, I told you I'm not looking for friends. I know I'm going to lose come up. We're wrapping Christian conversations around that. That, that which already carnal. Anything going We already know something. Well, he could have. No, well, maybe and maybe not. Who cares? What we need to be caring about is Christ in us, the hope of glory, and learning to live mightily in power and be who we are called to be so that the light can shine so they can come to the salvation of Christ. You know, it, it, it's sick to my stomach, this carnal stuff in the church. How would you would have done it? Are y'all hear what I'm saying? I'm not saying don't have a conversation. What I'm saying is, don't make that the priority of a meeting. We have a problem. Can you say amen? They desire to be teachers of the law, understanding neither what they say or the things that they uh, affirm. The device you cannot discern, it's a device you will become deceived by. The device you cannot discern, it's a device that you will become deceived by. This is why when individuals, li listen, 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 it's nothing wrong with standing with the faith grace that God has given you, but the day you start stepping out of that grace, the devil gonna handle you based on what you say. When you mature in this thing, you don't try to name call to quit. That's why you who are even prophets, I know you're a prophet. I don't call you prophet too early. Because that office, 
if you want the handling of a prophet office, see, we don't hear stuff like this. You see, we all we only hear your name and you put it down and you lay hands. You, no, 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 no. All right, let me come out of ministry material. I think, I think we're done for today. Do not raise a, raise a novice. So I have to make sure that you don't have novice tendencies. That you can handle the weight of the call and the office that you're trying to go into. Because as soon as you say a prophecy, guess what's coming to you? Which means prophets got to live dead. I'm talking quick because we don't have time. They got to live in such a way. That they're not moved. So many, many people running out quick. And now they have to take cover. Because it's pre-principle placement of office. Now it doesn't mean that you might not be that. But let's develop into having the backbone for that. Somebody say I'm getting my backbone built. Yeah, I'm still too emotionally moved. I'm still too socially moved. I'm still too compromised in my mind. God is trying to say, I need a backbone in you. That I don't care if the whole room say they don't like you because of what you believe. You're going to stand and smile and say, I love you and walk out. But not going to be compromised in the gospel. Amen. All right. Let, let me close here. There, there are sensations. This is why we need discernment. Somebody say discernment. Go to Matthew 27, 30. So we, we have to understand, and I'm, and I'm going to close this. We have to understand that, that there are dangerous theologies that we have to search within ourselves. And, and what has taken the corruption of our minds, our belief systems? What is it in me that I'm believing on that it's not allowing me to look for something of another? You shall know the, and it will make you free. So most of us are not free, but we're not looking for the answer. So there's a problem. Because Jesus said, if you seek for it, you'll. So it tells me that the devil has taught. He, he, let me show you what the devil does. What the adversary likes to do, he gives you a doctrine that you can believe that's bent. So it's bent and it's not healed. It's not working. Okay? But because of you, you put your trust in it, even though it's not working, he knows because where you put your trust, you won't look for another. So you'll live bent. And keep going to church, keep going, but you don't have an ear to hear for where you need to hear to get to where you need to go. Because you've already taken in the wrong information as true. So the reason why I started with those things, what is deep? What was the other one we said? Holy roller, over spiritual. Super, how many of y'all heard that before? Okay, by its inception, it's wrong doctrine. 
So even to say it, it's wrong doctrine. Because there is no such thing as super saved. You're either saved or not. See, what happened is we created a middle ground. We've created a balance. I'm going to get to that in just about 15 minutes. So there is no such thing as super. You know why you call it super saved? Because you built a doctrine around what you're calling deep in God. So if that's deep in God, you don't want that. So that's why you're not growing in God. But somebody's mature will say that is not deep in God. That is not even maturity. That's actually baby adolescent age. Just because you call it that don't mean mature people call it that things, those things. I've been in a room of a whole bunch of people. And people say all kinds of things. I didn't say that. I didn't say it wasn't, but I didn't say it was. I'm going to leave y'all there. You go home with that. How can I call something deep without the principles associated with deep? Are y'all understanding what I'm saying? This is only one. Think about how much, other, how much of that is in you. How much of that is in How much of this dangerous theology is sitting in us? They come out in many times. We don't even notice. It's, it's second nature. We'll see somebody walking down the street. Hello, she is super saved. Okay, what does super saved mean? Can I, can I take it a step further? I know we mean this in honor. I know this we mean this in love. And how many know we have grandparents that are, are, are prayer warriors and they have taken over, taken us? Come on, how many of y'all know prayer works? How many know prayer saves you from some stuff? Amen. But, I, I, you know, how, we, we all do it. You know, we call them Jesus cousins, Jesus this, Jesus that. Now, it's not that, it's not that they don't have a relationship with God. But the measure that you're giving it. All right, I got to close. I got to close. Are y'all catching? We can keep going. Y'all want to keep going? The measure that you are. No, no, somebody... No hard feelings, no, no, no pressure, no condemnation. What is the, okay, I want you to think about the prayer warrior that you've, that you've been calling over your life. Because you call it a prayer warrior. So think about your prayer warrior. Okay, I want you to measure what is the maturity of that prayer warrior. What are you calling maturity? In what? I'm not saying God didn't hear their prayers. Because God answers genuine prayers. I'm not saying we're even undermining the step. How many know we honor steps because we couldn't be where we are without their steps? How many of y'all know that? Yeah, it's, it's still an extension. 
but I still have to see where you missed it walking in Egypt 40 years. Because if I don't see why you walked 40 and, I, and died and didn't make it, I remember seeing you, I was walking with you like a baby, watching rebellion. So it's not that I dishonor the, the walk, because you walked in faith. You waited. Hey, following Moses, God signed off on that. So God petitioned, he covenanted a position in that. And based on that position, it's why we're here where we are. But if I don't identify the principles of rebellion, the missteps, my faith is going to be limited in the defiled doctrine that I'm holding on to. Saints, what is deep? What is deep? What, what is, what is, I keep forgetting, what is, what is over spiritual? What does over spiritual look like? Can you be over spiritual? Or did we name that a group of people? That what? That we didn't want to submit to and or it might have didn't like, it didn't look right. So the people that don't look right, but use God's words, we set them up and say, those are over spiritual folk. I don't want to be that. That's the world. And I don't want to be that either. So I'm going to stay right here in the baby balance middle. Y'all catching now? I'm going to stay where? Because when I'm in the middle, I won't be talked about because I'm doing stuff spiritually and, 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 and getting talked about. You know, y'all know how church folk do. Y'all ever went home and talked about what somebody did at church? You know the tambourine lady, she always do that little move. Really. You always know one got a, one take off on the church. Hey, there you go again. So we have terms for people, but internally we don't want to be like. So you're placing, not only you're, you're putting them somewhere, but you don't realize you're also, that's a judge, you're judging that according to something. Okay, let, let's, let's remove this all right now. Stop saying you don't judge. Everybody judges. It's not that you don't judge. You either judge spiritually or you judge unspiritually. The Bible says that those who are spiritual judge all things right because they're spiritual they judge yet the, themselves they're not judged but we judge all things everything has to be judged but the world judges too they judge everything you know how they judge because every time they say something you don't uh, they don't like about you you keep changing was that not a judgment but you saying you don't want to change them but they just change you isn't that something we confuse jesus Thank <laughs> you.
Did you not just see they just changed your mind? You don't want to be too hard and, and offend them, but they don't mind offending your faith. And you don't mind letting them over. Why? But why do we even do that? Because we'll place an emphasis on people who've done it overly wrong and who people who've done it under nothing at all. So we don't know how to balance the ordinance of Christ's principles in the right place. Are y'all understanding what I'm saying? So, the matter is, what doctrine is in me that's religiously modalitized? It's a modalitization. I've, I've made a word. Modality is a word, but a modalitization. I made. I just added to it. It's a platitude. It's a it's a platitude. It's a, it, 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 you, we say it, but we don't know what it means. I want to be a deep Christian. I want to be deep as deep can be. I want to be so hot that when I walk in a room, the whole building just falls under the power. Yeah, I want to be real deep. But if you don't want to be deep, you better check your definitions. Because you was not called to be no other than deep. You wasn't called to be no other than what? Deep. Service is going to be real short this morning. We're going to pray. And I'm going to jump in. Y'all all right with that? I think worship just already started. You have to understand. I'm going to close minutes of material right now, though. You have to understand what is in you first. See, we, we keep trying to worry about what everybody else has. No, no, no. Are you checking what is in you first? See, maturity, I look at my words. What am I saying? No, not what you said. What am what? Am, what? What am I saying? And why am I saying that? How many church quotes do we have? That's out of scriptural balance. You ready for another one? Be, he told us be angry. He told us what? So many feel like they don't know the balance between anger and sin. Can you justify, can you justify your anger when your anger pursues somebody comfort? Or your anger causes confusion. Is that justified? 
He said, be angry and sin. Now, how can I be angry, angry and not do the sin? Somebody say levels to this. See, the problem is your context. What is the doctrine you're holding about that? When you know Christ, you don't use the wrong doctrine. Because, see, from a carnal place, it's impossible for me to be angry and not do something to you. Okay, all right, let, let's do a test. Anybody in here was angry and you had to get, get it back? Okay, you got back. Okay, that's called sin. Did you stop not try to do it? Yes. But you got to get back. No, she told me this, I'm going to tell her. So you got the what? You got to get back. That's just. So what is he saying? Wait, wait, wait. If you're telling me that anger in that nature, anger will always, by default, produce the sin. Yet the scripture says, come on, I'm teaching you something. I'm, I'm showing you how we have to make sure we're rightly dividing the word. What are we learning? To rightly Okay, you got to learn to rightly divide the word. So in that nature, it's impossible not to sin after you're angry. You might not call it sin, but you have a deepened hatred about something. Because you don't have a person to hold you out of it. So if you're telling me to be angry, but do not sin, God, what in the world are you talking about? Because I thought the acceptance of anger might have accepted me to do that so I didn't call it sin that's why I blamed it on them I didn't call it sin because I blamed it on them you saw it. he told me I could be angry yeah, that, you, see, yeah, you see and we just we use that scripture real good too didn't he say be angry and sin not ma'am you are way angry you are over angry How can I be angry and sin not? Some of us need to hear. Let me, let me show you how. It's not a matter. See, it's a matter of what are you angry at? Okay, we about to go somewhere. It's a matter of what? What are you angry at? What are we doing? Rightly. What are you? Because I believe in my Bible, he says, love those who persecute you. Love them who dishonor you. So I'm confused again because you told me I could be angry. I'm confused. What am I to be angry So I got to know what I'm angry at before I can go justify and say, well, he told me I can be angry. No, 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 no. You, 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 that is not the anger he's talking about. So there's a type of anger. Somebody says, it's not that much, it's not that much, it's not that much. I mean, I'm like, God, I just, I just, I try to get one and then the other one just hit me. What is the type of anger you're qualified to have?
Be angry and what? Somebody go to the scripture real quick. What is the type of anger that I should have? Aha. Somebody just read that, that for me real quick. If you get, get there. Uh-huh. Now he now watch this. Be angry and do not what? So if you're in the wrong anger, don't let that sun go down in that anger. So now I should even set a timeline to it. Don't let the sun go down in that. Because that's the wrong anger to be in. That anger is going to produce something else that you don't want. But while, while it's a snake, we can deal with that snake value. It, it's just a worm. We're not going to call it a snake yet. Can you deal with the worm? But if you go to sleep with it, it's going to turn into a snake. And if you don't deal with the snake, now we got a dragon. Be angry and what? Do not. What he was saying is, the Bible tells us to hate. Watch this. Let me tell you what you can hate. Hate what is wrong. Hate what is what? Not who, but what? For you to hate the what, you got to know what is wrong. Oh, Jesus. We're talking about, we don't know what is wrong. That's why we keep hating the who, who's using the what. Oh, God. They're being used by the what. But you keep hating the who. But he told you, do not be angry. But because, see, <laughs> so when you know what the what is, what is the what? We don't fight against flesh and blood. We fight against what? And what? Powers. Hate what is wrong. Do, do you have a hatred for what the adversary is doing? Or did dangerous theology take you to not hate it? No, I know they meant it. I know they meant it because they mean what they said. They did what? Did you mean everything you said in your life? Okay, come on, let's do a test. Has everybody meant what they said in their life? You see how some of this religious thing, you see some people can't even say, they, it's holding their neck, they can't even say no. <laughs> you, you meant everything you said? You never said anything wrong. Mm, you're perfect. The Bible says any man who, who <laughs> You really that you want to be judged on that level? 
What he's saying is, hate what is wrong. Hate what the devil is doing. Hate that the adversary has licensed because of lack of knowledge. I'm not looking at what you, what, I'm not looking at who you are from who, what you just did. I'm looking at the what you did and mad at the what because of who you are. That's why when you come to Christ, God has to deal with your heart in a certain way. You, everybody want to go do ministry. Is your heart ready? Because you're going to see a lot of things. And you don't get the benefit to throw people away. Like you want to throw them away. Because see, we throw people away real quick, especially if they don't get with our doctrine. Because you know our, our, our favorite line, you just don't want God. How can they want a God they don't know? Somebody say, wake up, you know. Doorbell, ding dong. Since we out here, we're just going to keep going. Y'all all right with that? Somebody say divine judgment. So, so, so first Corinthians, first Timothy said, now the spirit expresses, says that in the latter times, some will give, will depart from the faith, giving heed to deceiving spirits. We just read this, but I'm about to close it. And the doctrines of demons. For you to know what that is, you have to have greater levels of discernment. Discernment is the faculty of the spirit that trains you to know the way, the will, and the, the conscience of the spirit, the mind of God, the person of God. Oh, y'all hear what I'm saying? We need what? Discernment. But how many of you know when you have dangerous doctrine, you violate your discernment? When you have dangerous doctrine, you have a bit discernment. It's bit. So God knows that I have to get the people to understanding me. I got to get them the right information so they can live freely. I have to give you the right information, but what is the information that is in you? I'm going to close this. Somebody say, what is the information that's in me? You are a product of the information that you've collected to the age that you are. Can I tell you the truth? You ready? Where you are today is in accordance to the information that you hold. Okay, let me say it one more time. Where you are today is in alignment and accordance to the information that you hold. You will never go beyond the information that you have. That's why the word, the word, faith come by and hearing by the, hearing by the word of God. So for you to stay in the word of God, you got to keep hearing you got to keep what? Hearing the word. If you stop hearing the word, you become stale in the word. 
And now the word can dry up and take you out of his hearing into another hearing. This is where the church missed it. This is why we think we can pray three minutes a day and be okay. Because we don't think, we think we can live off of last year's hearing. We can live off two days ago hearing. He's saying, no, you got to keep up with this hearing. This is why those who last to the end shall be saved. Because they learn how to be mature enough to sustain the hearing. But the same way you can have faith in God, it's the same way you can have faith. For the wrong thing. So if I'm in a cycle of poverty, I'm hearing something that's keeping me settled in that cycle. Listen. See, many of us say want to get out, but you don't understand how to get out. You, you, you're reinforcing something that's causing your hearing to stay in that doctrine. It, 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 it's, it's comfortable. See, the devil knows how to keep you comfortable. It's like you're not comfortable, but you are comfortable. You say, well, how in the world? It's like I don't want to be here, but it's too uncomfortable not to be here. It's uncomfortable to be here, but it's, it's too uncomfortable not to be here. <laughs> Aren't we complex people? So you have to keep hearing something to stay into something. You have the what? So the more you keep hearing something, so what in me I'm hearing? Are you hearing? Can I be honest with you? To keep depression, you got to keep hearing something. To, to keep sickness, you got to keep. So you got to keep hearing it. It's being upheld by something called a word. Oh, Jesus. That's why he said words give life or death. It's in the what? It's in the power of your tongue. Excuse me. So words is giving life or it's keeping up death. That's why if my body is going through something, number one, I got to check where my spirituality went. I'm being honest with you. I said, yeah, well, yeah. See, you got to know how to tell somebody when you're spiritual, you got to know how to rest right. When you're taking on a lot, you, when you hold grace, you got to rest a different way. Because you have a lot of responsibility in the realm. So you don't get to rest like everybody else rests so cornerly. What you doing today? What you doing today? What you doing? I'm going by y'all too. What we watching? Yeah. See, you, you, you. All right, let me stop because they, they might, they, they're already learning how to love. Rest in Christ. Glory to God. You have to realize, what was I doing? See, you know, mess me up with your smile. 
resting right. The word. All right, here, here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. Faith come by what? And hearing by the? Uh, so faith come by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So he's saying the life that comes by faith came by a word. Okay? And remember, faith is the... So faith is the life of a word. What is faith? And it's a real life, saints. It's not mentally. Let me help you with that. Because, see, we, we live in a mental age. We say, I got faith. No, you have it in your head. No, faith is a real livelihood. We think we're at faith. We're not at faith yet. That's why the Bible says those same teachers that we'll talk about in ministers' material, he said those teachers, many of us that think they're in faith, they're not in faith, which means we have teachers that don't even have faith. They believe, but they don't have faith. We think everything is faith. It's not. <laughs> We think everything is faith. It's not. But if you don't have the doctrine associated with faith and the life that understands faith, of course you're going to think it's faith. That's why we don't want it. Because if everything is it, I don't want everything. But tell somebody I'm about to grow in it. Purely in understanding. Faith come by what? When you don't have the faith to live off of, you're living off something that's also produced by a faith. But the faith just not in God. But you're keeping it up with a word. So if you're going to get deliverance, you don't always need a man to lay hands on you just to cast out a devil. Because when the devil leaves, do you have the doctrine to live from the faith? Do you have the what? Do you have the doctrine to live on the new life of faith? Because if you don't have the word that produces the life of the faith, you're going to go back to the faith. Oh, Jesus. You'll go back to the word that you were comfortable with. Watch what you say. I mean, no, a lot of us grew up, even in your older, older generation, your parents. You wanted something as a child? Ah, you know, children want everything. I want that toy, that toy, that toy, that toy. Wait, 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 I got another one. That one and that one. Wait, no, 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 that red one too. Oh, God, me. They go to the mall, they go this. I want that, 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 that. It's never stopping. It's never ending. And sometimes you look at your wallet and say, but if we're not careful, we use words of death. I'm, I'm showing you where the words came from, which we're living from now. Okay, we, we, we're in another phase. Instead of saying, I, I, I'm, I don't have to give that to you right now. 
or not right now or maybe you got to do some things we say oh, i'm broke boy you know i ain't got no money We trying to we trying to survive now. We trying to make it now. We no, why are you asking me all that question? You y'all kids always there. You just want everything. Don't you come in this store? Don't ask for what? Nothing. Nothing. And you give they they so if they sneeze, they start looking. Uh, Poor children under psychological trauma. <laughs> Don't ask for nothing. The energy out of you is broke. So you're transferring broke to them. See, I got to set balance here. Because I didn't tell you I had to say, see, 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 you, you got to understand, you got to protect the vulnerable. Because God told you to be like children. I want you to believe on me like nobody. I want you to believe the craziest things. And all children are doing is doing what they doing what they supposed to. I just want everything. You know what? That's good, son and daughter, because everything belongs to you. But let me teach you how to manage it right. That's somebody who knows their God. But we don't use poor mentality because we produce it alike. So now you're stuck. Because baby have money. And you've been taught you are broke. So you thought you love baby, but you didn't love baby. But from a childhood, you wanted something. So baby got to steal with you. Cause he got something that you wanted. Maybe this is too much too fast. All right. See, 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 you got to understand the language. No, 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 I got to get back to the beginning because I, I, I can't close that that quick. I don't want nobody to misinterpret. I don't want to be on five news. You see, you say, no, 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 no. What are you putting in their ears? You know that boy crazy. You, you, you. You drop, you, you bring your kids and call them. You're telling them, you know, he ain't got it. You're telling me you're going to say that right in front of him. No, no, no. I'm teaching about words. Because, see, we handle them lightly until we need another one. Okay, I'm going to say that again. We handle them lightly until we need one from God. They've been bad all their life. Uh-huh. You right, mama. I am. 
You're right, Dad, I am. And I'm going to finish it off. I'll see you in two hours. Thank you for the word. Now I got something to live on. Oh, we still let faith come by. So you only can keep a thing if it's being recycled in you. How did I get rid of poverty? I had to see what's being recycled in me. Why can't I keep up with money? What do I think about money? Why can't I keep relationships? Why can't I keep, why can't I keep a good attitude? What is in me? Something is coming by. So what the word comes to do is to be a sovereign override. Somebody say sovereign override. So what God does, it says, I know the church likes all the entertainment and the dynamics. We like to run around and do all that stuff. But the biggest thing I want to make sure after you're done running, did you get the sovereign override word for your life? I like it. 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 I would rather now do it every single Sunday, but I like it. But when you get up off the floor, I want to know what was the word that God gave you? Because if it wasn't strong enough to override the word that you have, somebody got to hear me. If the word that's in you is bold and come on, that thing is bold. You will say I'm rich and it'll say you're not. It's bold. I say, see, see, you got to learn how to deal with yourself. In the name of Jesus, I command this mind, it's not mine. I give it to you right now in the name of Jesus. I don't call what's not mine, mine. You know, why did man deal with himself like that? That's why Paul said, I crucify my, myself. Many of us want to walk on ministerial high levels. Your mind is not ready for that. You know why I know? When you hit that realm, that room, when we all come in that room, guess what the devil going to do first? He going to make us talk about each other. So you got to know the cracks. These things are normal, though. They're so normal, I'm telling you about it. And if you don't know how to know what's your mind and what's God's mind, you're going to start you're going to start inviting those thoughts. They just don't like me. Why they do it like that? What? You're becoming defensive. All right, let me stay out of there. So, we're going to stick with the word. Faith come by. You know what's the word wrong with the world today? We're giving words, not the word. You know what's wrong with the world, world today? We're giving words, not the. 
You know what's so sad about this generation when it comes to the body? We, we believe like the world. We believe more in science than the word. Oh, yeah, you do. You believe more in your degree than you believe in the word of God. Yes, you do. Stop playing with me. I, I see how you act about your degree. I see how you, when you make it your level, everybody got to come. But what if you did the same thing when you met another level in prayer? And you say, I finally broke through something. I want everybody to come Sunday to celebrate my breakthrough. Because in that breakthrough is a technology of the spirit that brings my mind beyond my degree. And now I can read realms that bring my prosperity and my influence on another level. That's somebody who know their God. But we believe in science and they're still practicing science. It's called the... You know what a theory is? What is a theory? It's a what? It's a state of a belief, a theorem, a theory, but it's until they find another one. Kind of like when you go to, to your master's or your doctorate, what do you have to take? You, you have to uh, prepare a thesis, a, a, a dissertation. Now, how many masters do y'all think graduate a year? How many, how many out, out of the world, how many do we write? I don't know the number, I'm just giving it. Hundreds of what? Now, what is the purpose of it? To do what? To master, master of subject, but according, why are you in school? To master a subject, to fix a problem. Come on, I'm trying to help y'all. Come on over the, come over the hump. Come over the hump. You see, until we come over these humps, we don't know where our faith is. So it's lost somewhere in space. So you believe in that more because when you get it, you feel qualified. You feel qualified to fix a... But you find somebody that come out of the word that don't have your class. They took a different class. And they'll sit right in your class and produce a greater problem that nobody never thought of before. Fix even those problems. And you're like, what happened? Who gave you that? See, God is trying to help us to understand words, words, words. I'm not saying that degree is not, it's bad. How many know we need them? Come on, no, many of us need to go to school because it, it, it builds a attitude of education in you. It gives you an attitude of learning. But it doesn't mean you need to come in there to be a robot. And many are becoming robots. They robots. Y'all offended. You talking about my friend. I knew you loved the world. 
No, they robotic. If I go against, if I tell them something that's better than the book, well, you know, the book says, oh, you're robotic. It's kind of like somebody at a, a, a fast food. Not on the computer, I can't give it to you. Can you just give me some ice? You so, you so computerized that you can't even make a manager I don't pay for it. Can you put it in the small bag? Well, we got to use the big bag. It's only one burger. Put the thing in the bag. In employment, we trust. <laughs> and you wonder, do they ever think for them? But you're not made to think. Or you are made to think by yourself, for yourself, because when you're doing that, you're going to think with them. You're not made to think freely because if you find liberty in another mind, you become dangerous now. You become what? See, I'm learning this dangerous thing on another level. My apostle told me a long time ago, you get in certain realms, don't say everything because based on what you know, if you know too much, they got to watch out for you now. So a certain level, you got to dumb it down just a little bit. Are you understanding? When I'm telling you about a word, you got to learn how to conform to a, and when you conform to a word, whatever word was in you has to submit to the word. Somebody say the word submits to the word. So whatever I was called out my name, that word got to submit to another word. How many of you ever been called out your name? Some of y'all still stung by it. I can't believe. So how do you get it out of you? Words will never hurt me. You are lying. When you say that five times, you still hurt it. No, you're trying to you're trying to motivate yourself. <laughs> You're trying to convince yourself. They're hurting right now. How do you get it out of you? By another. I was teaching this to our little students. They got it. Now I'm going to hurt my leg trying to act it out. Come on, you can act that word out. Somebody say, the conformity of a word. All right. No, 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 no. We, 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 we're almost out of here. I want you to go real quick. I got to be careful. Y'all might like menaces. Y'all might like this too much. Hey, get out of this area. Jesus. I want you to go with me real quick. 
How many have been blessed so far? I want you to go with me real quick to James 1, 21. James 1, 21. If you get there, can you say amen? Man of God, you can take a break if you need. Thank you. I want to talk briefly about spiritual balance. Spiritual balance. If you want to title this, you can title this spiritual balance. James 1, 21, 25. Therefore, lay aside all filthiness and overflow of wickedness and receive the meekness, the implanted word, which is able to save your so the word is able to do what? Save your soul. But be doers of the word and not hearers only. Deceiving your... For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man observing his natural face in the mirror. For he observed himself, go away, and immediately, 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 he what? He forgets what kind of man he was. But he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it and is not forgetful hearer, is not a forgetful, okay, we were just talking about all of that. Not a forgetful, faith come by, but a doer of the work, this one, will be blessed in what he does. Based on what I just read, what is he saying, the one that be blessed? By being a what? Not a forgetful. So how do you be blessed? By not being a? Which means you got to learn to hold to a word. Somebody say, learn how to hold to a word. Hold on to the word. Hold the mode. How are you blessed? And if you don't, now, if you don't hold to his word and you're holding to another word, you're still holding. What you call deliverance is just word conformity. It's word transfer. What is it called? Why am I saying that like that? Because what we've been highlighting in the church is not the priority of Christ. That's why it's easy to do theatrics, and we say we had a good service, but nobody's checking where did the word stay? Did the word stay in you? Did you take notes? Did, you, did something stay? Somebody say word. See, you need to learn how to go on the word search. Somebody say an internal word search. I'm always on a word search. God, why, why is that like that? So now I look at a problem. I say, oh, let me go on a word search. Y'all love Google too much. 
There's something called Spirit Google. You type it in. Do y'all know when to type it in? You go on to Spirit Google. The word search. And type, with, type your problem in. And it'll pull up many options. Uh-oh. So you, what you keep doing is going to regular Google. And you're not finding anything. But there's a spirit search bar. All God is waiting for is that you put something in there. I told the young adults this. I said, what people don't realize is you are not qualified for an answer with that a question that you didn't ask. All right, I'm giving you a mystery for a second. You're not qualified for an answer if you don't have, a, the, if there is no questions asked. So when mature men do try to push you to a question so you can get an answer. But we'll never answer you without a question. Because without the question, you don't have an ear for the, come on somebody. Why would I give you an answer you don't have an ear for? So many of us are trying to give people answers that they're not, they, don't, they haven't even subscribed for. If I give you an answer you haven't subscribed for, it's a recipe for disaster and expectation. Are y'all learning something? I'm, some of y'all need to be writing this down. If I give you an answer that you did not what? Subscribe for, ask for. I'm setting my expectation for you to meet an expectation that you didn't desire for. So you, I have need to prearrange what you're asking. Y'all saying that's for you, Pastor. No, this is for your life. Especially if you're leading people. Learn how, to pre learn how to position them to ask the right questions so that you don't, they don't leave the answers. How do I position someone to ask the right question? I have to understand the principles associated with the answer. Are y'all getting this? So, James 1.21, therefore lay aside, we just read it, filled in the overflow of wickedness, and receive the meekness of the implanted word, which is able to do what? What saves your soul? Okay, did it, did it come to save your spirit? No. Did it come to save your body? No, it can't save your what? Okay, so your, your spirit don't need to be saved. It's already saved. Your spirit don't need to be what? It's already you are not even saving your body. You're saving your soul that will save your body. So the word is there to save your soul. Somebody say soul. So we're soul, we're trying to get the soul to be dealt with. Somebody say soul. It's your soul that needs transformation. 
Well, I want you to understand this. The soul develops by understanding. The soul develops by knowledge and understanding. The soul needs knowledge. The soul needs what? So the soul don't grow unless it has knowledge. Okay? And without the knowledge in the soul, the soul don't know how to transition that into the body. Now, the problem with the church is we keep thinking our body in the church is bad. Your body is not bad. I got to keep saying these things is because I'm, I, I see you invest, invest so much in the world because you think they're for your body. But you come to church and you don't think they're nothing for your because we keep talking about the flesh. But I, I'm even going to change how I say flesh because if, if without maturity, we keep thinking flesh means body. Flesh don't mean body. Flesh means corno. It means carnality. It means there's a desire in a carnal state of being. Your body is not bad. That's why you need a miracle because God is re... Okay, somebody, let me help you. You asked for a miracle, but you say your body is bad. So you want a restoration of what is bad. So God is giving you a miracle to something that's what? Does anybody see a problem with that? Uh-oh. Look like some theology is changing. <laughs> God healed mine. But my body, the church told me it's bad. So why you need healing? Why do I need to heal your body if, if your body is bad? Okay, let me take it a step further. I'm going to wake a couple of people up. How many of you paying for a breakthrough in your finances? But I thought money was bad. I'm confused. See, the church, I, I'm confused. I'm just confused. Because seeing the same, I'm showing you, we, I'm showing you what is going on in you and what's wrong with our faith. So in one instance, money is bad. In the next instance, you pray, God, I need you to provide for me. If money is bad, why do you need provision? The same ones that preach that money is bad, are, uh, that, they're the same ones that have your phone number because you sold the most. Uh-oh. Oh, you good friend. But don't get too much. You want too much of the flesh. Now, which flesh you talking about? I'm telling you that because, see, these words matter. Somebody say words matter. You keep making them as if they don't matter. They do matter. It, it matters to how you're seeing your life. It matters to why we keep running. We don't, we, don't, we don't consider God in all our ways. 
Because we think what he might say scares us. How many of y'all ever thought what Jesus might say, I'm not even going to ask? Y'all see, yeah, yeah, I thought this was Believer's Connection, yeah. I'm just scared of what he might say. But you wasn't scared for that business partner and that boss for what they might say. Why are you afraid of what he might say if everything he says is good for you? That means you have a doctrine of a devil. Uh-oh. We still in the, when we started, we still in those scriptures too. We, we just going down the line. Those are still doctrines of what? They're false, false words masquerading as the word of God. So in your mind, you have a limitation of what you think God has you at. <laughs> oh, Jesus. In your mind, how much do you qualify for? Are y'all all right with this? And I'm going to tell you something. You haven't been going past it. But the question is, who is the God you're talking about? If God spoke, you will undermine the God for a God. And the God that I'm talking about that you're undermining with is the God. See, God Almighty and what we've made a God. See, we make the, a, a false, defiled word a God when we keep living by it. Instead of staying and hearing the word, he just told you those who stay in the hearing are blessed. Every day I'm hearing this, I got to rewind it and rewind it and rewind it and rewind it. And I'm going to rewind it until it becomes me. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Do you know how to use a word and keep rewinding it until it becomes you? Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Now, he's saying those who are forgetful, but be doers of the word, not only hearers only, deceiving yourself. If anyone hears the word and not as a doer, he's like a man observing his face in the mirror. For he observed himself, go away, immediately forgets what kind of man he was. How many of you saw yourself in God and when you got out of God, you forgot? Tell somebody some time to stop forgetting. How much have you forgot? And why am I forgetting? I got to learn how to hold the word. Can you say that with me? I have to learn how to what? Say it one more time. I have to learn how to what? Now, I'm going to teach you what's choking out the word in you. You ready? And I'm going to do this in 10 minutes, no later than 15, and we're out of here. What's causing you issue, 
And I don't know why I don't see my scriptures in here. What's causing you issue is the balance of words that's in you. You're not balanced in your judgment of what you have. If you are balanced in your judgment of what you have, you'll be able to freely grow. But the fact that you're not growing is you don't have room for growth because what you have, you think you're good with. Come on, I'm going to help you. That's why many people are looking for growth that they don't have the capacity for because they haven't let go enough to get more. But before you can let go of something, you got to know what was wrong. I'm in pain. What's wrong? I don't know. Good. We got to know that first. Look at your neighbor. What's wrong? What's wrong? Look at your neighbor. Just tell him what's wrong. What's wrong? What's wrong? What's wrong? We're going to diagnose it. We're going to diagnose it. We're going to die. Some of y'all looking kind of. Some of y'all ain't nothing wrong with me. Let's see. Well, okay, we're going to take a class to help us be honest. I might need security over here. Nanzo, you might have to help me. I don't know what happened to my scriptures here. Find those scripture uh, un, uh, 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 a, a unbalanced weight, an unjust balance. Somebody find it for me. We're going to read it. You have to understand what he's trying to get out of you. Are y'all hearing me? You know what? I think I have one right here. Yep, that's it. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Y'all ready? Everybody ready? All right, here we go. Dishonors, dishonest, this what? I'm going to point at this because I, I want us to see this. He's saying it's what? It's dishonest. So what does dishonest mean? You're not being? Dishonest scales are an, but a is what? So the problem we're having is we have dishonest scales. One of the things, especially as I'm teaching people in mastery, I'm teaching people in leadership, one of the things that I see most times, especially in group settings, is I can see how pride jumps on people and we have no idea it does. Because we start to say what we are before we start to explain what we're trying to understand. So when people start to say who they are or they think they are before they explain what they, they're trying to understand, it's as if they have to 
continue to push themselves to that. But they don't realize that's what they're doing. I know I'm deep in God, but I know I'm this in God, but okay, if that was the truth, you wouldn't have asked that. Now, I won't say that. Okay, tell everybody it's okay to ask questions. We're learning. Somebody say, we're learning. Calm down. We are we're learning. I'm showing you something about how we think. Because see, when we're one dimensional, we lean on something so strong that we don't realize that's that cast that's on our mind to believe what we are before I can say what I don't understand. Because I got to do that so you don't think less of me. So I have to show who I am so you don't think less of me before I ask my question. So pride has to stand up so you don't do me like everybody else before I ask my question. So the scale is still not balanced right. Because what you're still trying to prove about yourself is still too loud. It's too loud. How many know you don't have to tell somebody who's spiritual that you are that, if you are that? Okay, always learn that about spiritual places. You don't have to tell people what you are. They, will, they can read you by the Spirit. Remember, by the Spirit, the Spirit of God, the Bible, Paul said, we don't, we don't test people by the seeing of our eyes nor by the hearing of our ears. That's not how we test. We test by the Spirit. So there's a way to test that. But we don't, we, don't, we don't qualify because somebody said it. But when we're doing that, we're, we're trying to qualify something before we try to understand something. And God has to get at, why are you doing that? You get in the Lord's group. I'm usually telling people who I'm not. I don't want to tell them who I am. Because I don't want nobody to act like nothing different. I'm just a regular person. They laugh because they, <laughs> sometimes they mess those things up. Pastors! <laughs> I love y'all. <laughs> She's so funny. The, the reason why, the reason why, because I like people to be the, their original self. If you're a cuss, a cuss. Yeah, man. Whoa, yeah, boy, yeah, whoa. Man, whoa, boy, you're rolling, boy, you whoa. Them words twisting real nice. Whoa. <laughs> See, that van out there, I used to go to the shelter myself and drive, and they didn't know I was the pastor. They didn't know pastor was picking them up from the shelter to bring them to the church. They thought I was just a helper, a worker. So I'm out there with lunch. God loves you and bringing them in the van. And they boy, they tan it up. And you know, man, you hit me all, man, you know what, man? Them effing, effing monkey, man. I say, yeah, man, whoa, man. Man, and I'm smiling, I say, oh, man, yeah, come on in. And then I'm going to the bathroom, and then I tell them, just have a seat. And then I, 
Then I come out my office and I go to the poop and I just see their face like. And the whole day they like this. So before I have to start, I have to teach them not to have no condemnation. But why do I do that? Because see, if I don't know the authentic you, See, many want to put a collar on and come in front of you and say, no, don't, don't disrespect me. If you're willing for the gospel, I need to know what's in you so I can help you get it out of you. But if I have too much hiding, I don't know what's really in you. Well, you're spiritual. You should know everybody. You don't try that. You want me to have forensic? Everybody in here? And that's something. You can go to the doctor and tell them everything. Even your big toe. But you come to church. Waiting for the Lord to tell you. What if the Lord wanted you to talk? All right, glory to God. A dishonest scale or what? They are an abomination to the Lord. How are you weighing your maturity? Because maturity can be weighed. Maturity can be weighed. Maturity can be judged. Maturity, we, there's a scale. There is a what? There is a scale. What are you believing about you that you think you are that? And then why do you believe that so much so that nobody can tell you nothing? I know, I'm going after that devil. I see it. You can't tell me, uh-huh, yeah-huh. See, real maturity don't talk like that either. Because real maturity don't mind being tested. Real maturity not trying to prove themselves. They know you either see it or you don't. If you don't see it, you... How are you weighing yourself? I am what? Until you realize that you are nothing without God and my something is in God and I don't care whatever you judge me in, you're not ready for this walk. I never took this position trying to take the position. I, I promise. I've, I never wanted to take the position. I, my whole goal was always just to stay with God. That's it. Be obedient, stay with God. See, you might want, I didn't want to do it. Sometimes I tell Pastor, you come, I'm gone. You don't have to call me, find me somewhere. I'm joking, I love y'all, I got to be here. <laughs> I'm trying to share something with you. That See, when your focus is in you, and, and, and the balance is off because of what you're calling spirituality, rather than just living spirituality.
It's an unjust balance. Unjust weight. And we keep qualifying people in that weight. Sometimes we got to wait before we can get a weight. Wait for the weight. Tell somebody to learn to wait for the weight. Yeah, you need some weight on you. You're kind of skinny in the spirit. Uh-oh. Yeah, but I, if I was you, see, I'm not qualifying anything that I see you're too skinny. You need some mashed potatoes in the spirit. Before you go out there, and if you don't wait for that weight, that you, that's going, they're going to blow you by. But because we have this Hollywood Christianity, everybody is ready to go. Line up. We're going to give you a pass, your website. We're going to give you your card and your call. Just line up and receive it. And nobody's checking by the Spirit. Any weights are in balance. Because we don't care about that. We care about you just going. It's not, doesn't work like that. That's why we got snakes. We got people out of order teaching. We just read it. Deceiving and continuing to deceive. I got to be careful what I say. You know, I was invited to a place recently. I was invited to a place recently. And it, it continues to shock me. How we allow everybody just a word. It's like a word salad. Mature with the immature. And the, actually, they never need mature themselves either. Everybody, it's a word salad. And we just shake it up and push it out. Whatever comes, that's what we go with. And somebody said, why are you so quiet? I said, I'm listening. So they made me talk. I said, we got to slow down and back up and know what principle is. Because if you keep saying word and principle and you don't know what it is, why would we keep saying it? It's called a carnal meeting because we're wasting time. We don't do things without doing it on purpose, which means if I set up a meeting, I better have an outcome with a purpose. And it's not to motivate you. Because motivating you is not going to keep you in the divine capacity of the government of God being qualified for what he has for you. So it's wasting your time. Pastor gets bad reps all the time. All the time. But this is, we live by that. In fact, Jesus said, if you love by the world, there's something wrong with that. If everybody keeps loving what you do, there's something wrong with that. Because my work, it, it don't come like that. They hated me without a cause. And, and stuff like that, people hate you because you're going against their pride. You're going against their what? Because I know, see, see I'm, I'm so-and-so. Who qualified you? And number one, who, who church you go to? So you're not known in the body, but you got this business 
I know I'm out to something here. You got this business because you're making money. Oh, you're getting qualified by them. I see. Let, let me teach you something. Be comfortable with this. We're going to be talking about this at the, see, this is that day. We got to talk like that. Because I'm telling you, that's not it. Well, you know, we're not going to grow like that. You got to, you got to, you, you know, you got to, you got to get them. You got to tell them. No, 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 no. It don't work like that. It doesn't. You will prosper even as your. You cannot bypass your soul. And if that word is not being implanted in your soul, I'm not giving you principles to bypass your soul. No, you got to care about their soul. Least they gain the whole world and they lose their. So we're teaching them to gain it. We're teaching them to gain it, baby. Gain it. Gain it. God has it for you. Gain it, baby. Gain it. No, where is your soul? To see if I can get your soul right. Gaining is easy. Gaining is easy. If I can get your, now, if your soul is really right, watch this, because some of us are saying, well, if gain is easy, my soul is right. That's the problem. You keep thinking your soul is right. You still have some doctrine that's bent. That's not concluding in your soul. But gaining is easy when your soul is right. Can you say Amen. So how does prosperity work in the kingdom of God? You shall prosper even as your Okay, so that's kingdom ethics. That's kingdom what? We don't prosper until our soul. So which means when I look at somebody's money and I look at their soul, I know where the creeper, the creeper is in there. There's a lot more to that whole thing. I'm just giving you the basis. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? This is why we... Let's go to one more scripture here, and I'm going to close. How many have been blessed so far? Okay, go real quick. Ah, yeah, Toros Di. Okay, First uh, Timothy. Go, go back there real quick. First Timothy. I know we read this in in First Timothy one three through seven. First Timothy, real quick, real quick. For the sake of time, I'm going to read. As I urge you, when you went into Macedonia remain in Ephesus that you may charge some that they teach no other doctrine nor give to feebles and endless genealogies and endless what? An endless, endless which means they don't stop. What is an endless genealogy? What is genealogy in the first place? What is it? And what? Come on, speak up. Oh, I'm, I like this. I hope the camera catching it too. What is it called? Ancestry. Track me. 
genealogy, generational. Boy, y'all looking at me like I said it. It's in your Bible. Who ready to go pray for they? There's nothing wrong with it. But see, many of us are searching it to try to find God. Because if you can find yourself in your skin, you're going to know who you are. We, I'm still telling you about your doctrine. Isn't it interesting when we break this thing down, we're like, wait, this stuff might be in my doctrine. I might still have some of this in my doctrine. When you know your family, you're going to know who you are. When you know your roots, do you got to go back to your roots to know who you are? So you want what? Okay, can somebody tell me how does that work? So, okay, so when I find it, what? so what's the next step? What do I do? What am I supposed to do? Okay, so I got to develop a doctrine around who they are. Is that the goal? Are we still trying to search our genealogies? There's nothing wrong with searching it. But are you trying to find yourself in that search? Because I thought as believers, your search was in Christ. All right, see, I, I know this. I thought that was, I, I thought you're going to find all things pertaining to life and godliness. Oh, but it changed because remember, we believe in science more. Okay, let's keep reading. Endless genealogies, which cause, what does it cause? Rather than what? How many of y'all had an argument because somebody trying to put you on a black or white thing? And you done sat there for three hours wasting time. I'm so sorry. Tell somebody, get your time back. I'm so sorry, Jesus, for wasting your time. I didn't know this was a waste of time. I'm going to stop wasting that type of time. Which causes what? Rather than what? Which is? Oh. So that's where faith. Edification. Just focusing on Christ. Not, I, don't, I don't have to. It's good to know. But I don't have to know to know who I am. I say it's good to know. But I don't have to know to know who I am. When your pigment is louder than your Christ, you got a problem. And when your pigment is pushing out others who are your brothers and sisters, you have a... Your doctrine is diluted by devils. All right, glory to God. Now, the purpose of the commandment is love, pure love, love from a pure heart. A good conscience and from sincere faith, which some, having strayed, has turned aside to idle talk. Now, he's trying to say, why have some turned aside? 
because they wasn't mature enough to handle those type of conversations. So they was diluted with doctrines of devils and seducing spirits. Those spirits are seductive. They are what? When you are not strong in the faith, it's easy to seduce you. How many of y'all ever heard a conversation and it kind of made you feel kind of a certain kind of way? Because confused. Okay, that's what he's saying. That's why he says stay in the body of Christ so you're not moved by every wind and wave of doctrine. Because there are many devilish doctrines that's trying to seduce you out of the concrete faith that you're called to live. Can you say amen? amen. Go to one more scripture for me. I promise. I, yeah, I'm done. Matthew 11, 27. How many of you are being, how many of you are being, how many of you are grabbing something out of this? Watch this, watch this, watch this. Matthew eleven twenty seven thirty. 30. All things have been given, delivered to me by my Father, and no one knows the Son except the Father, nor does anyone know the Father except the Son. Now, who do you have? Oh, watch this, watch this. <laughs> Let's do a little test. Who do you have? Do you have the son? Do you have the father? Do you have the Holy Spirit? Well, well then. You got one taking the other and the other taking the other. All right, we'll get what that means in just a second. We'll go back to that. Nor does anyone know the Father except the Son, and those whom the Son wills to reveal him. Come to me. Come to what? Come to me. Don't go to your genealogy. Don't go to your, 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 your Aunt Susie, who never been to church. Don't go to Billy Bobby, who never... Uh, who not submitted to God. Don't go to St. Lucy that proclaimed to be this. But she, she only that when you're giving something to her. Uh-oh. 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 <laughs> yeah, you stop giving to her, you see what we are. Ah. The story changing a little bit. But come to who? All of you who are labor and what? And I will, who will give you rest? I will give you, watch this, take my, because see you have need to get a yoke off of you. And what brought the yoke is the word that you're still conformed in that you need another word to get conformed in. The word that you're saying in faith, that you need another word to come into another faith, is keeping a yoke on you. And if you can get to the yoke of God, watch this, watch this. Take my yoke upon you and what? Uh-oh. You got a what? What are you learning? You're learning from what? How? What did, he, what did he say you have on you? So you got a yoke from God. Tell somebody I'm yoked with God. 
are you sticking to the yoke of God? Because I see people too free. Well, aren't we supposed to be free? Yeah, free in the yoke of God. Love compels, love constrains. It's a seatbelt. But I see people driving free. They're doing cartwheels with the car and all. I'm like, man, you got that much freedom? Take my yoke upon and learn where? Are you learning from God? You came to learn, but are you learning from God? Who do you learn from? Somebody say God. Who do you learn from? Somebody say God. Okay, that's the one who teaches you. We're here to enlighten you. He's there to teach you. Say it one more time. We're here too, but because you have the same spirit and the unction, you know all things within you because he's in you. So until you got, until a preacher said it, you didn't know it. So the Bible says, how can they hear without a what? But when you heard the word, it confirms something. That's how you can say yes. Now, when you heard it, because we illuminated to you, you qualify for teaching. You qualify for what? When I'm finding saints, you keep getting illuminated, but you're not learning through the teaching. So we're coming to get shouting, because that's what we learn in church. But we haven't learned how to walk through the week with that thing. Now you got to be taught. You say, well, I came there. Well, I came here to be taught. You are being taught, but not the way you're thinking. What I'm here to do is illuminate it to you because you need the illumination so you can go through the proper activation through the proper stimulation of the spirit. But you have need of daily walking by the spirit. That's called faith. It's called what? The question is, what type of weight are you judging yourself from? And the reason why many of us are frustrated is because we're trying to get something without building our weight up. How many of you know your physical is a replica of your spiritual soul, soul? Which means my spiritual life will produce my physical life. It's not my physical life is going to produce my... No, it's what your weight is in the spirit should be producing your physical. That's why I'm, I know next year I got I to gotta be more better than we are. You know why? I can't. I... That's for me. Don't put that on yourself. I'm not somewhere. I'm not wise enough. 
So what I don't do is go more in the flesh. What I'm saying is I got to learn to stay up here a little longer and then go higher. Because I'm not seeing something that's there. Y'all got to hear me. I'm trying to help somebody out. I'm not seeing something that I can be a little bit more screwed with. I'm missing something. A meal is taking me away from something. Somebody sold their birthright from a morsel of food. And you telling me you, you know what your flesh going to do? No, we selling birthrights every day. But I declare that you're going to learn to walk in the newness of life that he called you to be in. I declare that you're going to come into the knowing of who you are as a son and a daughter in Christ Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Lift your hands and say, it is my time. And I will take that step. Come on. Grow up in the spirit. Stand to your feet. Grow up in the spirit. It's time for you to get some mashed potatoes on your meat, on your bones. It's time for you to get some spiritual weight. Grow up in the spirit. Get your weight up. Hit your neighbor and say, get your weight up. Yeah, that's your problem. You got to get your weight up. You're too, you're stony in the spirit. You, you sound loud in the church. Yeah, you know how to do the church stuff, but you're stony in the spirit. I can walk in real nice and look real professional, but I can be real small in the spirit. And most of us are not winning because what we're trying to handle, it takes spiritual capacity. I know that. That's why I'm always conscious. I'm always kind of saying, ah, we, we can't do that too quickly. We got to do it like this. Ah, we can't do it. No, no, no. There's a way to do that. You, you, can't, you can't just run out like that. You're not doing this by yourself. God, if your presence is not going with us, we don't want to go. Tell somebody, grow up in the spirit. You can put something on for me. Grow, grow up in the spirit or he can play for me. Grow up in the spirit. Grow up in the spirit. Something wrong with your family? Grow up in the spirit. Something wrong with your marriage? Grow up in the spirit. Something wrong with your money? Grow up in the spirit. When you understand the technology of the spirit, you stop worrying about so much of the flesh. Because you control things in the flesh by the technology of the spirit. I can know based on my altar what I'm going to do in the natural. Oh, Jesus. The technology of the spirit. I, I know how to do things on the altar <laughs> to, to get results on, in the natural. You have that ability. I said you have that ability. See, most of us, you, you're in the position because you don't, we're lacking the knowledge of the technology of the spirit. You say, I've been wanting to be promoted. Okay, we can get there. Let me tell you how. I'm going to teach you how your altar. And based on what you do there, they're going to be controlled by that. Ah, Jesus. There's technology of the spirit. There's weight in the spirit. This is why husbands and wives, you, you got to always be careful that you don't start believing your money if one is praying. See, you are a team. 
And whoever's keeping that line with God, you better believe that might be what the prosperity is coming through. It's called the extension principle. Don't ever believe the lie that you're doing it by yourself. Are y'all hearing me? God, God assigns, God promotes. But it's time to wake up in the spirit, Jesus.